Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yes, 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 I know. It has been a while since I have done a new podcast. I, I'm lazy. I've gotten extremely lazy when it comes to doing the podcast. I know. I apologize. I need to start doing it at least three, four times a week, and, and maybe I will. You know, if I if I run for city council, city council at large in Revere, I'll probably do a podcast three, four times a week, but you'll get sick of me because 90% of my podcast will be nothing to do with anything but me running for office if I decide to do it, which it looks like I'm probably going to, but we'll make that announcement down the road. Still having conversations with my family, having conversations with people in the community, talking to, basically from what I understand, it's a thankless job. You don't, you get paid crap, right? So, And not that you would run for public office to make money, but it takes up a lot of your time. You make $30,000, but you work five bazillion, million, gazillion, Joe Biden type number hours. I don't even, I can't even put a number on it. So apparently it's not something everybody wants to do. It takes up a shit ton of your time. But I'm, I'm pretty passionate about it. I, so we'll have an announcement. Well, big announcement. We'll do a Trump. We'll do a Trump. We'll do a Donald Trump fucking announcement. When I decide. In the meantime, felt like doing a podcast because I saw a story in the news. I gotta, I have to flip this thing over. I saw a story in the news about things people thought they would never do as an adult. So remember when you were a kid or when you were a teenager, your daddy, your mom did something to you, or you just looked at old people and you're like, I'm never gonna fucking do that ever in my entire life. You're, you're 15, 16, maybe you're even in your 20s. You, you know, because I, I still could, here, let me, let me be clear. 18 years old to me is not an adult anymore. I don't even know if I could say a 25-year-old is an adult nowadays. My son is 15. He's going to be 18 in three years, bro. So I don't know that in the next three years, my little guy is going to be an adult. I'm looking more towards 25. Might even have to push it back to 30. But there are things that my dad did that my mom did. That I said, I'm never going to do these things when I get older. I'm never going to do them. Now, one, one thing, let me tell you something. My mom, it was, a, was an alcoholic. My mom's still alive, but absolute alcoholic. She is in the alcohol of fame. And that is one thing that when I was a kid, I was like, yep, I'm going to drink when I'm an adult. 150%. No. You know what? You know what the honest truth is on that? When I was a kid, I said that I would never drink around my kids. Now, that's a fool's game. I would When I was younger... I said, I'll never, ever drink around my kids. Well, I drink around my kids all the time. All the time. I'm not an alcoholic. I don't need to drink. I like to drink. It's frowned upon. People like to use that. They look at you, this guy drinks all the time. I'm like, bro, actually, I don't drink all the time. But I do like to drink. I like to have a bevy. And I have no problem drinking around my kids. None whatsoever. Neither did my mom. My father never drank. But my grandfather, he would drink wine around us. My My grandfather introduced me to wine Probably when I was like eight or nine, they would cut it with ginger ale. And it was homemade wine the guy would make in his basement. My grandfather, my dad from Italy, they moved from Italy here to the United States of America. They moved to Somerville. And in Somerville, my, my grandfather had a wine basement, right? And it went, and I'm not talking about a wine closet. He had barrels, big ass barrels of wine. 
and the stuff was delicious. I'm sure it was horrible. Let me let me be clear on this. I'm sure the booze was terrible, but I became accustomed to it. I became used to it so much so that when I moved to Lowell, I bought a, uh, my buddy Jeff Garvey and I. We bought a three-family in Lowell when we went to college. So we're like 22 years old. We own a three-family, which is a smart thing to do. You buy a three-family, you live on one floor, you rent you rent out the top floor, you rent out the bottom floor, boom, you live for free. So I suggest anybody that can get the loot together and buy a three-family while they're in college or they have a place to live while they go to school, you should do it. Right next door, the wine baron lived. There was a guy, this dude was uh, Portuguese, and he made he made wine. And he and I'm, I'm telling you, this shit was potent, but I loved it. I love. I remember the first time he, he was like, "You guys want some wine?" And I was like, "Absolutely." He's like, "I don't know if you can handle it." I hit it. I was like, "Bro, you're my guy." He and this dude would leave bottles of it. But I, I listen. I'm I'm all about saving money, so of course I would rather get a, a you know, and then you put them you put them in the big jugs. I'd rather have this guy pour me off a big jug and have that at my house, than go out, go to the liquor store and buy. Now I was lucky. I'm not going to lie about this. I was pretty lucky in my 20s. I really didn't have to buy booze because I got it for free. I started out with Jägermeister. I had a Jägermeister machine. And I used to get Jäger all the time for free because I did uh, uh, promotions for a Jägermeister when I when I worked in radio. But I did I did promotions for, for three alls. I did it for tequila. I, 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 tequila. <laughs> just, I did it just for tequila. I mean, I, Jose Corvo was the tequila guy. <laughs> I am a representative of tequila. I love tequila. So I, I would do it for Jose Corvo. Uh, for a time, I did Miller Lite. I did Bud Light. Um, I did Heineken. I mean, you name it. I'm trying to think there was something else that I did it for. And I guess I guess it wasn't that good because I can't remember. Three Alls was my favorite by far. So I used to do it for Three Alls. And, I, and Donnie White, my man Donnie White, would give me bottles and bottles of the stuff. So I had it for free. So I really didn't have to pay for booze. And trust me, Bud. I would bring nips to bars. I would take nips to Foxwoods. If I go golf, I'm bringing nips. If I go to the Pats game, I'm bringing nips. Why in the fuck would I ever pay ten dollars for 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 a glass of booze when I could just dump a nip into a Coke for a dollar? So I'm I'm not willing about. I don't even. What the fuck was I talking about? This whole conversation has to do with things that I would that people would never do. That when they were kids, they said they would never do it as adults, and somehow I went off on this tangent about booze. Because I love it. I absolutely do. Right? You know what? Right now, my favorite booze to drink is Bully Boy. I love their rum. It's called Boston Rum. And I love their whiskey. I'm a huge whiskey fan now. That's something as a kid, I never thought I would be. I used to drink beer as a kid. And I I don't drink beer anymore. So that's one thing as a kid that I never thought I would stop. And I started drinking probably like 11 or 12 years old. I started drinking with um, uh, my buddy Laugh. So Laugh, Laugh and I, we started drinking. We had this guy, G. George buy us 40s of old English. We were like, I, I, we might have been 10, but I'm gonna say we were like 11 or 12. And I'll never forget it because he 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 brings them and <laughs> it tasted awful. You know what? It might have been private stock. It was either private stock. I used to drink o, OE like it was going out of style, but I may I maybe this dude bought us private stock. But at any rate, it was a 40, and I'm drinking it and it tasted awful. And I said to him, I go, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. And I took the bottle with me because I was going to dump it out. G was like, nah, leave the bottle here. And I was like, I'm just going to take it with me. And he's like, nah, leave the bottle here. So I went to the back, took a fake pee, came out. Dude forced me to drink it. I was I was blasted, blasted off of it, dude. I was all wobbly. 
Jesus, guy forced me to drink it. And then I, I mean, I've been drinking ever since. But I mean, I, I, there are times I can stop. I don't have to drink. I just, I like to. Who doesn't like to drink? It's American, bro. Fucking Southern Comfort. I used to pound the Southern Southern Comfort was the greatest. I'll never forget this time. I was with my buddy Rob Peel. We were at the Palace. If you don't know what the Palace is, it, it was a ridiculous club made up of like four other clubs that's over by, um, you know what? There's an LA Fitness there now. It was on Route 99, right? The Palace was the place to go. And uh, my mom at the time <laughs> was staying at the Town Line Inns because my mom was just a mutant. So that's where she lived. She'd pay like the week rate to live there. And um, I got this bottle of Southern Comfort. And me and my buddy Peel were going to split it. And I pounded the whole bottle. He's like, hey. And I was like, what, dude? My, my half was on the bottom. I was smashed. Good times. Good times. Anyways. So the things that I wouldn't do, let's just get back to what I was talking about. All right, you know what? Spazzing out, America's podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio. You can get my podcast. Wherever you get podcasts, you can get my podcast. And when I do the podcast, I do it as a live stream. I do it on YouTube. I do it on Twitch. I do it on Rumble. But I switch that up. Typically, I'm always on YouTube unless I get suspended from YouTube. So, like, for example, I'm, I'm not allowed on Facebook. I have been disbanded from Facebook. Facebook doesn't like Anthony Paziali's content, so they have removed me completely. And I've tried to set up new accounts, but they don't let it happen. I set it up, and they're like, not we know that you, Anthony. Beat it. I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to fight to get back on Facebook. I don't know why, but that's where people go. Facebook, you can't, you can't not be on Facebook if you're going to have a podcast. You just you have to be on there. And I have a business, Take Junk. 844 Take Junk for all your junk removal needs. Please reach out to me. My kids, they need to eat. I need to buy booze. Use Take Junk, but you can't be like, dude, I'm not on Facebook. I have a business. So it's tough for me. It sucks that I got kicked off. So you can get my podcast basically anywhere. Topic of today is things you said you would never do as an adult. And one of the things, here, let me go through the list. This is from a news story, right? Dude. One of those things I said I'd never do is have heartburn. I got, I have heartburn. I, I never thought I'd have heartburn. That's all I get. Dude, I breathe. I get heartburn. So I'm going to go through a couple of these things, and then I'll tell you some of the things that I said. that would. Here's number one. One of them is bird watching. If you don't know what bird watching is, you look out your window, you go to the beach. Me, I would go to the beach, and I'd see the, are they called piping clovers? I don't know what they're called. I think I thought they were called pipe piping povers. I don't know what they're called, but there's an endangered species of bird. That's up on Revere Beach, and they and they put ropes up, and you can't you can't sit there because God forbid they gotta lay their eggs. And the bird watches, they love to come and they love to view them. So you could go to the beach, you could go in the woods, you could look out your window, you could oh look, there's a, there's a robin, it's the first robin of the spring. What, yeah, honey, do you know? Did you know that spring started? I saw a robin. So you have people. That bird watch it, you know, he's like, oh, look it, that's a red bird, it's a cardinal. You know, they don't usually have cardinals up here. People don't really care about ducks. They don't care about geese. No big deal. Oh, it's a fucking geese. Watch out, it might shit on you. Nobody cares about pigeons. Bird watching. I'm not really into bird watching. Now, <laughs> I have to say, since we're talking about bird watching, I, something just fell. What was that? Hold on, everybody. Oh, my God. It's my phone. Growing up, bird watching was, and I don't know if people still use this in, in the terminology, but my age group, bird watching was when you looked at another guy's dick. 
that would be bird watching. So like if you're taking a, if you're at the urinal and you're taking a pee and you look over at the other guy's penis, that's bird watching. When I when I went to high school, we showered together. So there were there were like 10 showers and you're right next to each other. They, they didn't have stalls. Everybody was there naked. Everybody walked around naked. And if you looked at another guy's penis, you were bird watching. As a matter of fact, I wrote I read a book. I think it's called Teammates. It was by Dave Habersam. I think that's how you say the guy's name. And it, it was about Ted Williams, Bobby Dewar. I can't think of the other two Red Sox guys. But Ted Williams used to bird watch when he went to the bathroom. It says it in the book. And he talked about how big of a piece that Bobby Dewar had. Or maybe he said Bobby Dewar's uh, penis was small. I can't remember. I read the book years ago. But that's like bird watching to me was looking at another dude's dick. So when someone says bird watching me, I laugh. I chuckle. Like if my kid was like, hey, dad, you want to go bird watching? I'd be like, what? No, bro. I don't want to go fucking bird watching. So as an adult, um, I do not bird watch in the sense that I used to call it. And I do not bird watch in the sense that adults do. Gardening. I don't fucking garden. I do not garden. This is So when you're a kid, this is one of the things your dad gardens or maybe your grandfather was a gardener and he's growing tomatoes, he's growing squash, he's growing pumpkins, cucumbers. My dad gardened, my uncle Ralph gardens. I'm never going to garden. I do not garden. As a matter of fact, I would much prefer my house be planted in a parking lot I want concrete all around my house. I don't I don't care for trees. I don't care for grass, mulch, none of that shit. It's just a waste of my time. I don't want to be, I don't want to waste my time. It's 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 hard work. It's, it's I could be doing something else other than coming home. Because oh you know what? It's the last thing I want to do when I get home is tend to the garden. The last thing I want to do when I get home is mow the lawn, trim the hedges, rake the leaves. I'm all set with that crap. Nope. Never going to do it. Don't want to do it. Thank you. No, thank you. But that's one of the things that when you were a kid, you said, you know, I'm never going to God. Why does my dad God? I'm never going to God. And, th and then they got, why the fuck would I take six months to grow a cucumber when I can go right to the store? I can take six minutes and go to the store and fucking buy one. But you know what? My neighbors, Pam and Catherine, my, my, my mom's next door, uh, moms, you know, as in plural, they gotten. And I do love when they give me, I love cucumbers. Cucumbers are probably my favorite. Um, is that a vegetable? I don't know if it's a vegetable or a fruit. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to guess it's a vegetable. It's my favorite vegetable. The reason I say that is like tomato is a fruit. It's not a veggie. So I'm not sure about the cucumber, but I do love cucumbers. So they come over and they're the big ass. They're huge. Dude. They're not, they're not like the store ones. These things are like thick and fat. You're like, I don't know. They're mad good. All right, gardening. All right, uh, giving up on your creativity. I haven't given up on my creativity yet. This is one of those things when I was a kid, um, I, I love being creative. I love creating content. I love doing things that make people uncomfortable. That's my type of creativity. The type of creativity that I like is making you feel uncomfortable. When you listen to the podcast, I want you to feel uh, like this guy's a little off, like uncomfortable. Or when I'm in, when I'm in situations with you, I like to make people feel uncomfortable. I'm a very uncommon person, uncommon creativity. I haven't given up on my creativity. People would like me to give up on my creativity. This is one of those things where I'm considering running for office, city council at Lodge and Revere, and my family would like me to give up on the creativity because they, they, they call it fucking around. They want me to stop fucking around. I have to take things serious. I'm never going to do that. Now, I... Of course, I take things serious, but someone that's too long for their cot 
someone that, that, that can't laugh at themselves, someone that is too fucking serious, no good. I can't, I can't handle that. You need to be able to laugh at life. You need to be able to relax. You need a way to get the stress out. And I like to be creative. I like to create things. And I don't care if anybody likes it. If, if it makes me laugh and I enjoy it, like, for example, I listen to my podcast, bro. I could listen to all 500 episodes of my podcast straight. I could binge them because I think I'm creative and I think what I do is creative and I love it. So that's one of those things where, yes, most people give up on their creativity they don't have an imagination anymore. I mean, my 15-year-old son doesn't even, he gave up on his imagination. He's like, forget that the kid's wicked cynical. But not me. So that's that's another one. Let, let's get back to the list. Um, go to bed early. I 100%. That's one of those things that I thought I would never do. I 100% go to bed early. I do. I love going to bed early. Like 8.30, I'm conking out. And this is like on Friday and Saturday too. This is Friday, Saturday, come around, it's bedtime. Monday, anytime, forget it, 8.30, I'm beat. I don't want to be up. I want to be in bed. 8.30, I'd be napping when I was a kid. When I was like 20, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to take a nap at 6.30, and I'm going to wake up at 9, and then I'm going to go into Boston, and I'm going to potty all night long till 3, 4 in the morning, you know, till the bars close, and then I'm going to come back to my crib, and I'm going to continue to potty till like 5 in the morning. So, yes. I never, ever thought I would go to bed early. The other thing is, well, you know what? I was going to say I never thought I'd wake up early, but that's a lie. Because for I worked in radio for, for like 20 years. So I woke up at 3 in the morning, 3.30 in the morning my entire life. I always got up early. But I never thought I would go to bed early. I mean, I didn't even go to bed early when I was working in an industry where I had to wake up at 3 in the morning. I never thought I would do that. But now I, I love to sleep, dude. Sleeping, I, it's sleeping is right up there with drinking. And they go hand in hand. You drink and then you can sleep and then you sleep and then you get up and you can drink. But I absolutely, I could sleep for days. Oh, I love to sleep, dude. Sleeping is the best, but I never thought in a, in a million years, I'd be like, all right, it's eight o'clock, hon. I'm going to shut it down. Lights out. I'm shutting it down. It's bedtime. Never thought I would be like that. I, I thought I'd be able to burn the candle at both ends my entire life. So I never thought I would shut it down like that. Um, another one is listening. It's, it is when I was younger and I could never understand why my dad listened to classic music, why my mother listened to classic music. And I'd be like, I'm always going to listen to new music. I don't. I don't listen to new music anymore. I, I really, I hardly ever, unless the only time I listen to new music, if it's from a band that I liked or from an artist that I liked, and I'll give their new music a chance, but I don't listen to top 40 music. So, like, I'm not putting on Kiss One Weight, which is top 40 here in Massachusetts, where new music gets played. I don't listen to it. I don't seek it out. I I, I listen to classic rock, which is, I mean, I guess classic rock is now the kind of rock that I grew up with, which is Corn, Disturbed, Godsmack. I mean, I love Limp Bizkit. I, you guys might think it's crap band, but I, I love Biscuit. Um, you know, Godsmack does have some new music. Disturb has put out some new music. Papa Roach, love Papa Roach. They put out some new music. So if it's a band that I like, I will listen to their new music. But for the most part, I'm out on the new music scene. So if somebody played me like, uh, I, I don't even know who's popular. I don't even know who the new artists are. I have no clue. Nothing new whatsoever. And I never thought that would happen. Um, oh, this is a good one. Telling your kids because I told you so. I, I always thought 
my father would always remember me. Because I told you so. My mother, because I told you so. Basically, because I told you so is because they don't know what else to tell you. Like, for example, like, go to bed. Why? Because I told you so. They don't have a good, like, they don't sit down and they don't say, listen, the reason why you got to go to bed is because you got to get up early in the morning. Like, let's say it's 8 o'clock and you look at your kid and you go, go to bed. And he's like, why? And you're like, because I told you so. It's because you can't, the parent or the dad or the mom doesn't want to break it down and say, hey, look, you got to go to bed early so that in the morning you're not a cranky piece of crap that I have to deal with and waking you up at 6 or 6.30 to get your butt ready for school, brush your teeth, do your hair, get dressed. And I don't want to deal with a douchebag in the morning, so you need to go to bed. Or you could go the other route. Well, the reason that you need to go to sleep, honey, is you have to get good rest so that you can grow big and strong so that your body's fully rested so you can function through the whole day. Something like that. But in general, for my dad, he didn't want to explain shit. So it's because I told you so. And everything was because I told you. And I used to have to ask my dad if I could eat something. Dad, can I have something to eat? No. Why? Because I told you so. Aunt, get out of the way. Why? Because I told you so. Aunt, go outside and get me the screwdriver. I, I don't know why there would be a screwdriver outside. But, you know, go into my truck. Get me a screwdriver. Why? Because I told you so. Every single thing. Do your homework. Why? Because I told you so. My entire life was based on because I told you so. And I would never, ever, was never going to say it to my kids. I constantly say it to my kids all the time. My daughter, before I did, before I came downstairs to do the podcast, Preston's like, hey, dad, you know, can I do this? I go, no. She's like, why? I go, because I told you so. My son Aaron's like, oh, dad, can, can you order pizza? I go, no. And he's like, why? Why? He's like, I'm hungry. Can, I, can you make me something to eat? And I said, no. I go, you make it. And he's like, why? I go, because I told you so. Constantly throwing out because I told you so. Uh, another one is owning a minivan. That's on this list. I I don't picture myself owning a minivan because it doesn't make practical sense for me. I never thought that I would own a pickup truck that is an, has an extended cab. It's a four. So I have a pickup truck that has, you know, it's an extended cab. So it has, you, it, you can have passengers in the back. You can have passengers in the front. And I never thought I would own one of those. I never thought I would give up bed space on a truck so that I could fit my kids in it. I always picture in my head, I'm like, you know what? I'll have a truck. My wife will have a car. My wife does have a car. And it's it, it's plenty big. It, it's a, um, what do you call them? A crossover SUV. So my wife has a, a, a car. But now I also have a truck. And I gave up bed space so that I could fit my kids in the back. So that I could haul their asses around. Because I have two. You know, I, I mean, I guess you could squeeze. I mean, back in the day, you could squeeze them up front. Because you had that, the one seater that went all the way across. You could jam a bunch of kids in, throw them in the back. But I, I still don't see myself owning a uh, uh, a minivan. Oof, this one, eating broccoli. I never ate broccoli as a kid. I never thought I would eat broccoli in my entire life. Never. I hated it. I despised it. I looked at it with disdain. It was my worst fucking enemy. Broccoli. Ooh, ooh. It smells. It stinks. I hate it. Get it the fuck away from me. I love broccoli. I love it. Love it. One of my favorite foods. Right up there with the cucumber. I absolutely love. I could eat broccoli with anything. Broccoli. And let me tell you something. Broccoli and cheese. Oh, my God. Mm! Broccoli and cheese is probably one of my favorite. It's, 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 it's bomb. I like broccoli and cheese better than I like Mac and cheese. Actually, mac and cheese with broccoli, delicious. It's so good. Broccoli and rice. Broccoli and steak. 
I was going to say broccoli and peanut butter. I've never tried that, but now I'm going to have to try cooking some broccoli, kind of make it like al dente so it's a little hot and put some peanut butter on it and see how it tastes. I can eat broccoli straight up. I can eat it steamed. I can eat it. I don't think you boil it. I was going to say microwaved. I don't, I don't care. Fry it. I don't. Yep. Yep. You can fry it, but you can bake it. I love it. Broccoli and ziti. Broccoli is absolutely delicious. It's one of the things I never thought I would ever, I never in a million years thought I would eat broccoli. I absolutely love it. Fantastic. Broccoli on pizza. And bro, let me tell you something. I am somebody that is a strictly cheese pizza person. I don't put anything on pizza other than cheese and sauce. But I do like broccoli on pizza. I like broccoli calzones. I like broccoli with my fucking steak and cheese. I like broccoli with eggs. I do. I like broccoli and I never ate it as a kid. And I was never going to eat it as an adult. And now I love it. My kids fucking hate it. And I love that they hate it because it's more for me. More broccoli for dad because the kids hate it. Thank you. Queen. <laughs> Let's see what's next. Oh. Oh, this one, getting a dog. I, 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 this is a tough one and we need to unpack this. I had dogs as a kid. My first dog was Scooby. And unfortunately, Scooby uh, met an untimely ending by getting hit by a van. And I watched, I watched it, um, smushed, dead. The thing was like, it was awful, traumatic, traumatic. It was, it was terrible. Um, So Scooby's gone. And then uh, my dad got two Rottweilers. We had Andro- Venus and Andromeda. And these things were fucking beasts. Beasts. Rottweilers are huge-ass dogs. They were outdoor dogs. So they were always outside, chained up outside, had the doghouse. Trained well. My father trained these dogs so well. I'm, I'm telling you, they would sit there and, and wait for my dad's command before they would do anything. And they wouldn't listen to anybody else but my father. Great dogs. As a matter of fact, um, my my dad brought the, here's a story that I've told a bunch of times, but if you haven't heard it, I'll, I'll try to sum it up real quick. When I was a kid, uh, you, Woburn, we didn't have a pool. I didn't have a pool in my backyard. I didn't have uh, uh, America's uh, favorite pool, the above ground pool. And I didn't have the rich people's pool, the below underground pool or whatever the fuck you call it, below ground. But so there's public pools. And the closest public pool to me was the Green Street pool, which was the pool right next to the projects of Woburn. And I'm, I'm down there, and my brother stands down there. My brother stands has a bike, and a couple of these kids from the projects take Stan's bike, and they throw it in the they throw it in the pool. And I, like a little pussy, run home, and I, I tell my dad, and I say, Dad, Dad. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know how old I am, right? Ten-ish. I'm like, Dad, they threw Stan's bike in the pool. My father's like, they did what? And I'm like, they threw, threw, threw. he's like, where's your brother? And I'm like, he's still down there. And he's like, wait, so the bike's in the pool and your brother's still down there. He looks at me, he goes, what the fuck are you doing here? And I came down here to tell you, my, my dad, I'm the, bro, I, the guy, before he leaves, he unloads on me. Don't you ever fucking run and turn your back where you're like, don't you ever leave your brother. <laughs> my dad kicked my ass for running, for bailing on my bro. He beat the shit out of me. He was more upset that I ditched my brother to come and tell him what was going on than, than the kids that drove the bike into the pool. He was fucking livid. Don't you ever, ever 
ditch your brothers ever. I expect you to stay there. I expect you to fight. I expect you to stick up for your brother. That is your brother. Oh, man, he was pissed. So he takes Drom. He takes Andromeda. Uh, what the fuck were their names? Uh, Venus. He takes Venus and Andromeda. Walks up to the pool. Got the dogs, dude. They're like, my dad tells the kids to get the fucking bike out of the pool. They hop in. They pull the bike out. Stan goes home. My dad comes back home, starts leaning into me again. But anyways, the dogs were great. And then, of course, they were great until they weren't great. I don't, I, to this day, because I never got the answer from my father, they did something. And I think they did something to a mailman. And then magically, I come home from school one day and the dogs are gone. I'm like, where's the dogs? And he's like, ah, yeah, we had to take them to the farm. They, you know, my, they, they, they were just too big for around here. They got, they had to get, they got put to sleep because they attacked the mailman. I, I guess. So from there, and, and, and let me tell you, I'm like, as a kid, I always liked dogs, but I never wanted to take care of the dog. Like I never wanted to handle taking care of the dog. I didn't want to walk the dog. Um, I didn't, I didn't want to deal with any of the crap that came with having a dog. I don't want to walk the dog. I don't want to clean the dog. I don't want to feed the dog. I don't want to pick up the poop. I, I, I didn't want to deal with that shit. So I really never wanted to have a dog, but I don't hate dogs. I never thought I'd have a dog. Well, now I have a dog. I have Scout. He's a little Yorkie. He's not even a dog. He's like a rat. He's like a kitten. But he's a good dog. I love him. I joke around like I don't love him. I give my wife a hot time. I'm like, oh, like, what the fuck? Like, I want to walk. Like, the, like, like when I get up in the morning, I want to walk a dog. When I get home from work, I want to walk a dog. But I really, you know what? I love Scout. Um, he, he wasn't my dog. He's my wife's dog. I never thought I'd have a dog. Um, I love him. I wish I could have trained him. Uh, when 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 Scout finally leaves this mortal coil, uh, he's a little bit older. You know, he's like 15 years old. So when Scout finally goes, and if we do ever get another dog, which I'm sure we will, I'm going to train him. And he will be uh, the loyalest dog ever to a man. And he will truly be man's best friend. Truly, truly, truly. I love the bus balls about not having a dog, but Scout, I mean, dude, I love him. And, and dogs are great. But you, here's the deal. You got to have time. You have to have time to have a dog. If you don't, oh, that's my phone ringing and my wife calling. And let's turn this off so she doesn't ruin the uh, podcast with, with continuous calls. All right, the next one. Uh, or I guess this would be the last one. Oh, the get off my lawn. I never thought I would be, uh, I personally never thought I'd be a get off my property type of guy or not in my backyard type of guy. And I am 100% a not on my street. Not in my backyard. Don't play fucking kickball in front of my house. Go play it in front of your house. Don't play. Why are you playing football in front of my house when you live down the street? I am that guy through and through. I don't want your dog shitting on my lawn. I don't want your balls going into my fence on my roof. Go play. You're going to kick. Here's the deal. You're going to play soccer? Go play in front of your house and you can kick the ball and you can hit your dad's car. Don't hit my car. You want to play uh, street hockey, the puck can hit your dad's car, not my car. And then as far as my neighborhood goes, nothing. I'm on, I'm on top of every single thing that happens in this neighborhood, period. As you guys know, they wanted to put a homeless shelter or a, 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 a drug addiction facility, whatever, on my street. Uh-uh, not in my neighborhood. 100%. And I never thought I would be that guy. And I think the reason that I am is because I have kids. 
I never thought, I, I just, I didn't picture myself caring because I would always go play in front of someone else's yacht. I, the, the other thing is I would cut through somebody's yacht, right? Like, like, like if you're playing Relivio or hide and seek, I don't know what you guys call it, manhunt, and you're running through someone's yacht and you hop over a fence. I used to do it all the time and people would get pissed. Dude, I'd be steaming. If some kid came running through my yard and hopped over my fence, I'd be like, bro, get the fuck out of my yard. What are you doing in my yard? 100%. I never thought I'd be that guy, but I am. But as far as the neighborhood goes, I I never pictured being someone, um, you know, that would be on the lookout for scumbags in the neighborhood or be on the lookout at, at literally, like, making sure that, that people are safe on my street and being ready to step up and be like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Or just snatching somebody up and saying, hey, keep it down your end of the neighborhood. Keep it down. You want to do stupid shit? Do stupid shit down the street. Never thought I would be that guy, but I am that guy. All right, guys, that's it. Spazzing out America's podcast. Uh, thank you for checking out the podcast. I promise I will try to do more podcasts. I'll try to do three, four a week. I, I have to figure out what I'm doing. If I decide to run for city council, city council at large in the city of Revere, the podcast might look completely different because I might spend a lot of time talking about the things that I do um, or, or talking about running for office and, and the campaign and all things like that. But I'll, I'll try not to make it every podcast, maybe every other one. I don't know. You guys know how it is. I like to talk about what I like to talk about. And sometimes people like that. Sometimes people don't. I mean, it seems like they do. On Spotify, I get over 10,000 streams every time I upload an episode. So it seems like people like it. We'll see. Guys, thanks for listening.